You're listening to News Nine Live podcast. I'm Neha. Speaking at the Indian Express Idea Exchange session, Congress MP Shashi Tharoor said that Congress cannot solely focus on crony capitalism and corruption to fight the BJP in the upcoming 2024 Lok Sabha elections. Stressing that while these issues are important, Tharoor opined that for most people, crony capitalism isn't a principal issue. He said, and I quote. Crony capitalism is a legitimate issue, but it is not, unfortunately or otherwise, the principal issue in the minds of most voters. I think a common sense point that I would make to my own colleagues if we were to have a discussion about this is that the voters are most moved by things that affect their daily lives or their own feelings or emotions, including. Many people are moved by perceptions of injustice. Corruption charges, unless they can be very clearly proven, are less effective. He also said, and I quote: "Do not forget, of course, that Rajiv Gandhi was brought down by Bofors in 1989, and that is something that has stayed in the minds of very many people. That if indeed you can bring down one government by alleging a scam, perhaps another government can meet the same fate." I'm not saying that the argument is not without any merit, but I'm saying that for the most part, there are other arguments we need to add to this one. This cannot be the only issue in the election campaign. That is my personal view, but I have no authority, and I'm not speaking for the party on that matter. Unquote. Talking about the opposition unity, Tharoor claimed that it is possible if Congress and other parties get together and examine each of the 543 Lok Sabha constituencies. To identify "quote unquote" the most obvious non-BJP challenger in a particular seat, Tharoor, like many senior party leaders, keeps on suggesting that Congress needs to move forward in order to stay relevant. However, questions remain as to when and if Congress will actually take Tharoor seriously in this regard, and whether the senior leader is in fact justified in suggesting that his party needs to look beyond crony capitalism. To discuss this. I'm joined by senior journalist Vishnu Shankar on today's podcast. Welcome, Vishnu. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Neha, for having me on the program. Vishnu, do you agree with Tharoor when he says crony capitalism is a legitimate issue, but it is not the principal issue in the minds of most voters? I would tend to agree with Sachin Tharoor, Neha, because uh, when he is saying that crony capitalism cannot be the principal issue that Congress goes to the voters with, he is right. You see, uh, all uh, government in India have had this charge laid on their doors that they have been uh, cozying up to capitalists for uh, uh, to line their own pockets or for favors in lieu of uh, favors done by the government. But uh, the crony capitalism that is currently being debated, the Dani issue, is a very complex issue. It's not. Easily understood by even little people, leave alone the people who are too busy to actually look at news on a daily basis. Uh, therefore, it hasn't really rung a bell with people over the last few weeks that it has been in the news. It's complicated, and it deals with uh, uh, running a, com- a company or a group of companies, and uh, the charges are. Um, there was fudging of accounts. There was uh, uh, jacking up of uh, share prices. Actually, 
and the main charge is bad governance by adani group of its companies this is something that does not touch people's lives in a very uh, normal manner this is something people talk about in drawing rooms but not really this is not a priority for them in any case so shankar is right when he says crony capitalism alone cannot be the principal campaign plank for congress when it goes to 2024 lok sabha election well vishnu how seriously should congress take tharoor's advice and why well truly uh, they should take tharoor's advice seriously but i frankly believe uh, this will isolating further in the party you see all political parties have psychophants and leadership strive on psychophants uh, congress is not uh, in any way an exception to that uh people would want to curry favor with the leadership and therefore they will say to tharoor that no no the leaders what they're saying they know the best therefore we need to support them and we shall go ahead with crony capitalism so mr tharoor actually while he's speaking the right thing i don't think he will get any support from the party except from his die hard fans so vishnu are you saying that tharoor is the lone sane voice in the party with an independent mind who is above psychopathy and talks sense but then the question is why is no one listening to him no i'm sure there are other uh, leaders in the party who would tend to agree with tharoor but uh, would be cheery to uh, raise their hands and say that because uh, they would uh, there would be consequences when they do that therefore um they wouldn't uh, speak up Uh, I I sincerely fear for Tharoor in the sense that he will be further isolated from the party, and the only people who will probably vociferously support him are his fans. All right. Well, Rafal did not work for Congress in 2019. Neither did the Chokidar Chor Hajai. You know, this time too, closer to the elections, we're only hearing about Adani. Is it about time for Rahul Gandhi to back his allegation against Adani with facts? the question also is will that work or would you say it is too little too late for congress where are the facts uh, neha on this the only uh, document that these people have is the hindman report and since it came out and the adani shares fell they have made it up a little bit the charges stand but the damage that was uh, uh, done to adani stocks they are on the mend now and uh, obviously congress should have had uh, the uh, the cleverness to uh, have instituted its own internal committee to look into it deeply and come out with its own inferences on the hindenburg report they didn't even do that they're just saying that they want we want a jpc which will investigate it and then we'll reach a conclusion i'm not sure bjp will agree to a jpc on this so basically they are actually shooting uh, themselves in the foot because had they raised as a matter of debate in parliament instead of saying that if there is no jpc we won't let a parliament function or we'll continue to protest if they were debating it there would be facts that would come out at least for people to judge the leaders on even that didn't happen it suits the government as long as parliament looks about us but do not function they don't have to answer to any of the charges had debates happened that wouldn't have been the case so uh, congress i believe should have allowed debates to happen uh, they should have been patient and uh, if they had been patient and then demanded that we have discussed all the things budget the budgetary 
allocations and all the other things that the government thought was important and then even in the last two or three or four days of the session by session second half uh they had said now let's uh, talk about jpc and uh, then public pressure would have been that yes we should to have we should have a debate on jpc that didn't happen and i think it's an opportunity lost all right we saw congress garnering support from the opposition parties after rahul's disqualification does it seem like the party has been successful in cashing in on the whole fiasco well uh, rahul gandhi's uh, disqualification from uh, lok sabha's membership was an issue that was uh, that actually brought opposition parties to, together simply because all the opposition parties needed to be seen to be one on that because this could happen to anybody who had spoken something which was which could be used as a uh, uh, defamation and then the court could uh, move against them so because it is an emotive issue and they needed to be standing with one of the uh opposition leaders who is a tall leader they came together but differences persist the, um, the talk of opposition unity at this moment is just talk you see all opposition parties uh, especially the regional ones they have their own agenda and they have all series of interests congress is on the only national party uh, amongst them and many of these regional parties will not let congress come back uh gain ground in their areas of influence so this whole talk about opposition unity is a non starter because unless they get together and are ready to sacrifice their own power what i mean is seats when they fight elections uh to ensure opposition unity it's not going to happen all right finally vishnu tharur says and i quote for congress to regain its national image it simply has to make the point to the opposition parties that we will give way to you in areas where you clearly where you are clearly stronger than us and you must give way to us where we are stronger do you see congress doing this or do you see the opposition so, parties doing this you see congress keeps saying that two at least 200 seats in the country lok sabha where congress is in direct fight with bjp agreed that's completely true but congress needs to think and how many of those seats can it actually ensure victory of its candidate you see in the last 10 years congress's organization has withered its leadership has also withered mostly people who are now office bearers of congress are people who have no grassroots support congress would need to do very well in states which have large a large number of lok sabha seats like uttar pradesh maharashtra west bengal uh bihar even in uh, states like madhya pradesh and karnataka which have about 25 seats rajasthan there are only a couple of states here which have named where congress can confidently say that they can challenge the bjp in other states it's been it's been reduced to a rump and if you are a second or third player in a in a regional situation the regional party is not going to let you prosper at their cost that's the harsh truth i'll wrap up on that note thank you vishnu for joining me thank you all for listening